Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Alicia, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Or if you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. Everybody come in, take a seat. We are doing something different this episode. We are doing something unique. Um, rather than doing our scripted segments, I just wanted to just come in, have a chat with you guys, and go from there. Um, about something that I've been been observing uh, over the course of this last month. So everybody knows that February is Black History Month. And no, that's not, not the only time where we talk about Black history. But it is the way I address Black History Month is like, yeah, we celebrate the life of a person all year long. But on their birthday, we go extra hard. You get what I'm saying? Um and so that's how I look at Black History Month. It's not relegated to a month despite what, you know, popular culture and all that other stuff, which I to have you believe. Um, but it is a celebration of, you know, blackness, black love, black joy, black excellence, black mundanity actually was a new one that I, I saw um, because it's like, you know, everyone else gets it. Well, it what it appears from those of us who are within the culture is like everybody else gets to be normal and mundane and you know having have basic moments and it's like we really only truly celebrate moments of quote-unquote black excellence and hear me when I say black excellence still deserves to be celebrated like people graduating people starting businesses people succeeding people triumphing people overcoming that all deserves to be celebrated but what it's it's just a unique take of just celebrating black like it's part of black life like every day is not going to be a success story every day is not going to be you overcoming racism or adversity or trials and tribulations or hatred every day like you know you woke up this morning and that in and of itself is a celebration. Um, and so I say all that to say like, you know, black history is supposed to be that time where we celebrate all of that stuff. The problem arises with the sentiment that I've viewed across the internet, which is that this particular black history month, uh, sucked that this was not a good one that so many people, have been upset, uh, disheartened, disillusioned because of the sheer lack of celebration, not only just the sheer lack of celebration, but also in addition to the lack of celebration this month, um, the very, very anti-black things we were experiencing, you know, we experienced the death of Amir Locke, a man who was a legal gun owner who during a botched a uh, no-knock warrant situation was murdered by the police um like I said legal gun owner police knocked down the door he did what every person who was you know in that position would have done which is try to defend themselves they don't know what's going on um and ended up ended up with his life cut short you know we watched Kim Potter get two damn years two years for taking the life of Dante Wright 
Um, and and had the judge in that case, uh, apo- like seemingly apologize to her and then use Barack Obama's words to justify, you know, her light sentencing. Um, and then we have Kim Potter following that trial, following, you know, that sentencing, smiling, smiling in her mugshot, smiling. Um, and what that says to the world is like, you know, you might get a slap on the wrist for killing black people, but it's okay. You could be a 26 year veteran and know the difference between a taser and a gun and shoot somebody and kill them and completely take their life and, you know, deeply disrupt their family. Um, you could do that damage and, you know, you'll get a slap on the wrist. You know, we had... Kyle Rittenhouse is out here threatening anyone who dares to tell the truth about him, you know, who dares to say, you know, what he actually did and how that informs who he actually is. He's out here threatening Whoopi Goldberg um, with a lawsuit because of, you know, people just telling the truth about what he is. So... Yeah, you have uh, then we have, you know, the Joe Rogan situation where, you know, we got the N word mixtape, you know, at least at least 20 seconds, at least probably more. Um, I think 20 seconds as far as I could go in and listen um, of him repeatedly saying the N word released. And then you had the whole situation with Aquafina where she completely gaslit black people. She completely did not address you know, what people have asked her to address, which was her stereotypical use of a black scent, an AAVE, um, African-American vernacular English for anyone who was unfamiliar with the term AAVE or the, you know, I'm trying to say, um, but yeah, you have that whole situation happening. And so, and probably a bunch of other circumstances and situations that I haven't even brought up. So it feels like this particular Black History Month was very anti-black and very anticlimactic and very and lacked celebration. And I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that. Like, okay, yes, we had a bunch of, pardon my French, shitty things happen. We had a bunch of awful things happen in February. That being said, black Ness is still worth celebrating, even if you're choosing to celebrate it on your own or with your friends or with your people. You know, I dedicated my whole Instagram feed as much as I possibly could, as much as I could to the celebration of black folks. You'll see poems and there, you know, you'll see videos and performances up that just to me, when you're asking me specifically um, just celebrate just being black, you know, from the one that I posted that was actually a ad for Ulta, um, about, you know, the black girl reclaiming her beauty to, um, Teresa, the songbird sharing a, a clip of her poem, You So Black, um, where she says, uh, black is adjective, adverb, color, and noun. And I still get chills from listening to that to a post that I shared yesterday where it was, you know how the DMX, uh, what they really want, you know, there's a, there's a uh, moment in that song 
where he starts naming all these different women. Well, a rapper did something similar, but with historic black figures. And I had to share that. I was completely compelled to share that. I'm like, we have to share this because, you know, how many of these people do we know? How many people, how many people don't know the stories of a lot of these folks that are being included on here and why, who was left out? Um, you know, that sort of thing, you know? Um, and I think that too often we, as people are not just black people, but people at, at, you know, people at large look for an outer celebration of something that really needs to be an internalized celebration. Now I'm not saying that the world doesn't need to recognize black achievement because baby, they owe us (laughs) like point to any, u.s monument not any i'm not gonna say any point to any part of history and black people were pivotal there you know like from the american revolution all the way up to where we are now you know the first person to die in the american revolution was a black man crispus addicts you know um to all the way up to right now we are still making history we are still making moves we are still affecting change we are still doing the damn thing and people need to recognize and so i i don't expect people who don't celebrate our culture people who really i don't expect people who really know our culture to really celebrate our culture i expect us to celebrate our culture you know and so if this mo- month felt devoid of celebration well I'm going to challenge you to take the next few days because there's still a few days left to February. Take the next few days and celebrate your damn self. Celebrate your damn self. Whether it's your own achievements, achievements of, you know, people in your family to black owned businesses that you're supporting and want to shout out to historical figures that people may not know, people who resonate with you. I've been sharing quotes of mothers of not necessarily mothers, like people who gave birth, but people who've mothered something within me so I shared a post from Audre Lorde I've shared one for, for Toni Morrison I've shared one with Nina Simone um I'm that's how I'm celebrating um that's just one way of how I'm celebrating I do want to challenge us I want to challenge us to not necessarily ignore the reality of what's actually going on what's happening because like I see that too um and it sucks that really really sucks but you know, look at that, like how previous folks had to look at Black History Month, you know, like there were people who had to celebrate Black History Month going through a lot worse than what we have. And again, that's, this is not a, you know, just shrug it off and forget it, guys. No, we hold people accountable around these parts. We hold people accountable around, um, around these parts for pro- their problematic behavior, um, And which is why I even devoted time to talk about like the issues that we've seen and how they're problematic. And I called out people's names at the top of this episode. But, you know, taking that information, seeing all of that and then choosing celebration and saying, hey, okay, yes, that all sucks. But my culture is still lit. My culture is still that girl like my culture is still dope and impactful and empowering and here's how I'm going here's how I'm choosing celebration um 
even when no one else, it seems like no one else is. Here's what I'm choosing to do. And you could say, oh, Whitney, that's you just being, you know, sugar sweet and looking at, you know, the glass half full instead of half empty. You, and you can have those opinions. What I choose to believe is that, you know, black people have been dope despite and in spite of sucky years and sucky situations and oppressive systems since we were taken from our homeland. And in that same vein, in that same practice, in that same form of resilience, of choosing joy, of choosing peace, of choosing celebration, is how I'm choosing to celebrate Black History Month. And so as we close out this month, as we look over the last month and see, you know, all of the things that have happened. I encourage each and every one of you, um, you don't have to be black to celebrate Black History Month. You certainly don't. Come on over here (laughs) and let's talk about it. Um, But I encourage each and every one of you to choose, to elect, to select joy, to select celebration. And... That's all I got for you guys. Um, Like I said, it was going to be a different episode. It was going to be a shorter episode, but I really wanted to get that off my heart. Um, Because, yeah, you know, our story is dope. Our story did not start with slavery. In fact, I've said this a few different places. I don't know if I've said it here, but um, I no longer refer to slavery and Jim Crow as black history any more than I would refer to it as the history of what white people have done. It's a... All black history is American history. All black history is American history. Um, So I don't necessarily need it separated out. I need more of it infused in, in fact. Um, Because how many of us knew the whole situation with Crispus Attucks? Like, unless you had a really dope teacher or a really great school, you might not have known that the first person who died during the American Revolution was a black person. You may not have known that. And so... And there's so many other stories that we do, a lot of us just aren't familiar with and don't know. And that's another reason why we need to celebrate our history. But like I was saying, um, I stopped saying that slavery, well, slavery was never the start of black history for me. Never. No, no. Black people existed long before um, a bunch of weirdos in Europe decided to kidnap them and human traffic them across the ocean after massacring the people who lived there. Um, shout out to the natives because they are still here. <laughs> shout out to indigenous folks. And if y'all want to talk about resilience? Hello, somebody. Like, yes, shout out to them because they are still here despite people trying to erase them and to pretend that they do not exist. Um, they are still here and still making change and making waves and, you know, from one person from one person in a group to another person in one of these groups we see you we acknowledge you and we see you and acknowledge you shout out to y'all um back to blackness i am no longer referring to slavery and the civil rights and all that stuff like that that we learn typically during black history month we learn a lot of trauma we learn a lot of the the detrimental stuff and you know because that adds to the drama of not necessarily the drama but it adds to the story of our resilience and that is all good well and welcome however 
if we don't focus on the triumphs, if we don't focus on the joy, you know, like take any hero that you have in black history. And I can guarantee you that they were, there were points where they laughed. There were points where they danced. There were points where they, you know, kissed someone that they loved or got, you know, maybe necessarily got married, but had someone that they loved, you know, um, that they laughed, that they, they enjoyed things, that they had great meals and great conversations. Um, and I think that we miss that when we talk about black history, we miss the celebration in spite of, and I feel like that is a practice that we need to bring back, especially for months where we feel like we should have been celebrated and weren't like this one, where we need to celebrate our damn selves, where we need to say, just like they did, you know, like things may be awful, terrible, no good, very bad right now. Shout out to Alexander, the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Um, things may be that right now, but in this moment right here, this is what I'm choosing and I'm choosing joy and I'm choosing celebration and I'm choosing happiness and I'm choosing laughter because I can and they, they help me survive and they're affirming my humanity. See, when we say black lives matter, we want our lives to matter, not just because of the terrible things that we've lived through, but because we are human beings and we deserve the full expanse of the human experience. So if black lives, if we want black lives to matter to the world, we have to make them matter to us. And part of black lives mattering is our black joy mattering and our black love mattering and our black stories mattering and all black stories. Let's just not talk about certain black folk. Hear me out. Because if you're, if you only celebrate black folk who look like you, if you only celebrate black folk who love like you, if you only celebrate black folks who um, meet a certain respectability politic in your mind, if you only celebrate black folks who are able-bodied, if you only celebrate black folks who love the same way you love, hear me, hear me. If you don't have an LGBTQIA plus person on the people that you admire, you might want to check that. You might want to check that. If you don't have a disabled person on black folks that you admire, you might want to check that. You might want to check that. Um, we can't just celebrate the Martins, the Malcolms, and the Medgars and forget about the Marsha P's. You know, we can't forget about those folks who made revolutions in and of themselves you know, and benefited their own communities on top of being black and being disabled, black and being LGBTQIA+. So, yeah, I'm choosing celebration. I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing laughter. I'm choosing, I'm choosing the good because our ancestors did the same thing and they persevered and they resisted and they were resilient and they had they were full humans in their celebrations, you know, so that's just me. 
Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Please do not forget wherever you are listening to this episode um, to drop a few nice words, drop five stars, let the folks know um, what your thoughts are on the episodes. Um, it really helps me out to, um, oh, if you guys want to come in contact with me, come in contact. If you guys want to contact me, <laughs> it's what I'm trying to say. Um, please hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at the reclaimed. Um, I'm also, I don't know how, uh, TikTok fixed it, but TikTok fixed it. My DMS are open on the woke mama. Um, so I can respond to you now. Yay. Um, so over on TikTok, the woke mama, um, Instagram and Twitter at the reclaimed, or you, if you just want to email me, that's perfectly fine too. That's the reclaimed blog at gmail.com. That, um, email address again is the reclaimed blog at gmail.com. If you want to keep the show independent or just show your support for the work that is happening here, you can become a patron. You can head on over to Patreon. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash Whitney Elise. Um, I will resume shouting out individual patrons, uh, next week for next week's episode. This week, I just really wanted to sit down, clear my head and talk to you guys from the heart. You let me know if this is a bunch of sugary nonsense or if this resonated, I would really, really appreciate it. I love hearing from you guys and I'm grateful that I have such a receptive and responsive audience um not even audience y'all we're, we're a community we're a community we talk to each other we listen to each other and i think that's that's really dope and i'm very grateful f- for each of you so um until next week stay well y'all and peace